Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. Your blessing is on the other side of your obedience. If you feel like you haven't been able to access your blessing, then ask yourself, what is it that God has told me to do that I haven't done? Because maybe I haven't been obedient to receive the blessing. Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose podcast the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Baddies, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further you're definitely in the right place so kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds we're about to get into it hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of goodbye heartbreak hello purpose you guys this is really the highlight of my week when I get to sit down and record an episode to share with you guys. I know you're not here with me when I'm doing it, but I feel like I'm connecting with all of you in the spirit. So I just want to let y'all know that y'all are like a big part of my life because I think about y'all so much and I pray for y'all all the time. And speaking of connections, I want to read a five-star review. This one is from K. No. In its title, Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. Not only is prayer an essential key to unlock doors in your life, so is Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. Reflections on staying fervent in the journey to direct your direction to your purpose was revealed in this podcast. Candace spoke from the heart while breaking down her testimony as building blocks to awaken her purpose. Thank you, Kay No, for this five-star written review. I really appreciate it, and I'm so glad that you really enjoyed the episode on the keys to build up the fervency, the keys, the PRT keys, you guys. Don't forget those keys. Make sure you are working those keys in your life. I'm telling y'all, it works. It works. So today's episode, I am going to tell you about the six things I've learned through a single act of obedience to God. And I'm going to share a little bit more of my story as I tell y'all about how God told me to leave that relationship that caused me such heartache and pain. So and I'm not sure if I shared this in any other episodes. So I'm going to share it now. That relationship was the relationship between me and my husband when we were dating. God did come back around with that relationship, but a lot needed to happen in, in the in-between time, in the wait. And it caused me so much heartbreak because I really thought that the relationship was over. And it caused so much heartbreak also because I thought, you know, as I shared in a previous episode, that God told me that that relationship was for me, that he that it would lead to marriage and he was my husband. And obviously that stood true, but God still had some work to do. He wasn't meant to be my husband in that moment, in that season, but he was meant to be my husband. But again, it caused a lot of heartbreak because when that when the relationship ended, 
I really thought it was over. Like the way that it ended, it was like, there's no coming back. There's no, you know, it, it just seemed to be cut and dry. So I'm going to tell you how God told me to, to leave that relationship. This topic is so heavy on my heart because I believe there are some of you out there who know God has given you specific direction to move or to do something and you're afraid to do it. So today, like I said, I'm going to share with you how I overcame the fear of moving without knowing how everything would play out. When God told me to leave that relationship, I did not know again that it was that it would come back around. I also didn't know how much it was going to hurt after I left. And so let me tell you, I want to share with you first, like how he told me to leave. So God used the scripture from Genesis chapter 22 about Abraham and Isaac and when God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. So I'm going to read a little bit of the account. Genesis 22 verse 1, starting at verse 1, it says, Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Verse 2, Then he said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. And so, you know, it goes through a few verses. Abraham does what God says, and he takes Isaac up to the mountain, Mount Moriah. And in verse six, it says, so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, my father, and he said, here I am. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood, but there is no lamb for the burnt offering. So Abraham, so Isaac knew something was up and go down to verse uh, nine. And it says, then they came to the place which God told him and Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. In verse 10, Abraham and Abraham stretched out, stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, so he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay a hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Okay. So I wanted to read that so you can kind of see where my mind is at. Because when I heard the scripture, you know, I heard it, I think in a sermon, I ended up reading it for some other, maybe through a Bible plan. I ended up reading it. And then I heard it again, like the last time I heard it, it was on the radio. So I heard it three times and it was in a short period of time. It wasn't all in the same day, but it was in like a couple of days. And I had been praying and asking God for clarity on what to do in that relationship because at that time I wasn't happy and I wanted to know, God, what do I do here? Do I move on? Do I stay? You know, I'm asking God, show me what to do. So this scripture kept coming to mind about with the account of Abraham and Isaac when a, when God asked him to sa sacrifice his son. And so he's asking Abraham to sacrifice his promised son because Abraham had another son, which was Ishmael, which was birthed out of disobedience, out of the, out of fear. And they did not. And we'll, I may do another episode on, on the Ishmael's of the world, um, that we can produce out of a lack of faith, but Ishmael was gone away and Isaac was born to his wife by his wife, Sarah. And he was the promised son that God had promised Abraham, like 
I don't remember how many years it was, but it was over a decade ago before they actually conceived and had this child. And so now the promised son, the thing that he has promised him and that they've waited all this time for, God is asking him to lay it down on the altar and sacrifice it to him. And Abraham is obedient and he's going through the act. And in the act, God stops him and says, don't do it. Okay, I see that you trust me. You have faith in me. You fear me. Stop. And he, they have returned home and, you know, nothing happens to Isaac. So I, God gave me this story and he's telling me to, again, I told y'all before that God told me that this relationship would lead to marriage, that my husband was my husband, my then boyfriend would be my husband. And so God is asking me to lay down the promise that he gave me, the promised relationship, the promised man to lay it down at the altar. He wanted to see if I feared him, if I put him first, if I can be obedient. So as hard as it was, I went ahead and I broke off the relationship. And I'm like, okay, now what? And in my mind during that time, I was thinking, God, you're going to give it back to me because he kept giving me the account with Abraham and Isaac. So I said, just like you gave it back, just like you gave Isaac back to Abraham, you're going to give this relationship back to me and we're going to go and get married. Well, uh, it happened along, you know, along the way it happened sometime later, but it didn't happen immediately. And I wanted it to happen immediately in my mind, what I thought was going to happen when I called him to tell him that I was breaking it off with him, that he was going to be like, no, just like God stopped Abraham from slaying Isaac. I was like, he was going to tell my then boyfriend to be like, you know, no, you know, we're going to work this out. We're going to get through this. But that is not what happened. He agreed that we should break it off and the relationship ended. And I was devastated in that moment. I was like, God, okay, now what? This didn't happen the way that I thought it was going to happen. This is not the result I thought I was going to have. So I was like, what do I do? So God gives us pieces of the puzzle because he knows that we can't handle the full picture. Had I known that that's what would have happened, had I known that all the heartbreak was going to come after making that decision, I probably would not have made the decision. I wasn't strong enough to have the full piece, the full picture. I could only, God knew I could only handle a piece of the puzzle. If I had the full picture, I wouldn't have gone through with it. I, I'm, I'm telling you where I was. I'm sure of it that I would not have gone through with it had I known so much heartache would have come after it. But that act of obedience brought so much stuff, so much wisdom, so much great blessings to my life. And so I want you to know what I learned through that one act of obedience. The first thing I learned is how to clearly hear the voice of God, how to know that the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. The, the way that God speaks to all of us is different. So you have to know for yourself how God is speaking to you. And I'm going to say that God does not speak to me the same way every time, which is why it's important to really like activate the Holy Spirit in your life, really believe that the Holy Spirit is living in you so that you know how God is speaking to you. Know anytime he's speaking to you, no matter what vessel he's using or what means he's using. So in that time, I was like, okay, I really felt the tugging. I really felt the knowing of how God was speaking to me. And he used those scriptures and the Holy Spirit 
tugged on me and said, hey, this means something. This means something. So I started praying about those scriptures and like, God, okay, you keep telling me this. I've been praying to you for an answer to for a specific situation. And I feel like you are giving me an answer. So and so as I prayed about it, God is like, yes, yes, I am giving you an answer to your prayer. I am giving you guidance. Go do what I said. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I said, so God, I feel like you're telling me to end this relationship. Should I end this relationship? And just following the leading of the Holy Spirit, again, allowed me. I only had that piece of the puzzle, but I said, I'm going to be obedient with this piece of the puzzle. So um, from there, it taught me to stop doubting when I, when I know I've heard the voice of God, not to doubt, knowing that, you know, God did say this, whether it's what I wanted to hear or not, because honestly, it's not what I wanted to hear. And I thought, again, if, if that was it, then I wanted it to work out a specific way, but it didn't. But I, st- I did learn to stop doubting when I heard the voice of God and know that you can hear God. And it really just confirmed that for me. The second thing I learned is I don't need to know everything to take the first step. So that's a big thing because I was very much a person that was like, if I don't know the whole story, if I don't know how everything is going to work out, then I am not doing it. (laughs) I was very much that person. I was like, I'm not, I'm not walking through that. I'm not going to do that. If I don't know how this is going to play out, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to attempt it. I was I was living in a place of fear when it comes to that. And I really, I haven't really dug down into deep enough into where that started and where that came from. All I know is that I've definitely been praying against it and to uproot it. And definitely since then, a lot has happened where I've had to move with just a piece of the puzzle. Now, you know, back then though, like I said before that, I was not willing to move without knowing how everything would work out. And like, you know, I mean, if it's something like that's not important, but if it was something important and I was just like, you know, it was already scary to me, I'm not moving forward without knowing how it's going to work out for me. So, and, and so you can imagine that I passed up on a lot of opportunities in my life because I was too afraid to take the chance. I was too afraid to move without knowing how things were going to work out. So I know there's a lot of things I probably could have done much younger that I could have taken advantage of before, places I could have gone, people I could have met, just experiences I could have had. And I didn't because because I was fearful, because I didn't know I didn't have all the pieces. That was definitely like a big thing that I needed to to break. And it's like, so in, in this particular situation, though I felt like I was in the wilderness, God was absolutely guiding my footsteps every step of the way. Like now that I look back, I can see that. So he, he was guiding my steps when he told me to leave that relationship. And then even through the heartbreak and the wilderness and, you know, when it just seemed like, what am I doing now? God was still guiding my steps because he, he allowed me to go through that because he wanted me to have healing, not just from that relationship, but from past relationships, past heartbreak, he know I needed a lot of healing. I needed a lot of things that were rooted, that were toxic and undesirable. I needed to uproot all those things. And so he knew, he, he knew that, you know, yes, I have this for you, but if I give it to you like that, like, like you are, if I give you the blessing the way that you are, you're going to ruin it. You're going to destroy it because you were not prepared for it. And that's a whole different thing. The third thing that I learned is how to have a strong and a fervent prayer life. 
and stronger faith. And I kind of put that, that's kind of like three and four, like the, the prayer life, the stronger prayer life and stronger faith. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and put those together. So it won't be six things. It'll be five. Um, but a stronger and fervent prayer life and stronger faith, those two things go hand in hand. Um, this definitely made me go in, into prayer. Like it made me go deeper into prayer than I ever have before in my life. Because again, I was dealing with something that I could not handle on my own. I didn't know, I had no idea how I was going to get rid of this hurt and I did not want it. I was like, God, you know, I need to be healed from this. I don't know what to do with it. I had emotions that I did not know how to handle having, and I had emotions that I did not know what to do with them. And it's interesting because of course I've experienced failed relationships in the past. I've had my feelings hurt in the past, but again, I always ran to another relationship from there. So I was putting band-aids band-aid on top of band-aid. I never took time to actually heal from the hurt in the past. And so now it's like, this is the first time that I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable, to get raw and to actually go through the healing process. And if you've ever been injured or hurt in any type of way, you know that the healing process is gruesome. It hurts. Like after having a baby, when you have to heal, that is a painful time. Like it wasn't painful. I had a, I had a cesarean section for both of my children. Okay, so the the that part wasn't painful. I was medicated. I was not, you know not even all there, and they cut me, and you know they did they they pulled the babies out, and that was that part was not painful. But it was afterwards when the medication wore off, and they stitched me up, and I was healing. The healing process is what hurt, and so the same with from with the breakup and the heartbreak. The healing process is what really hurt. And so I had to really go into prayer to ask God to help me to get through this. You know, I've shared a lot of that, you know, about how I was feeling and what I like, how it affected my life going forward during that season. So, you know, like I was just in so much pain from day to day and I was just trying to make it like, God, like I just, I can't imagine living the rest of my life like this because I know there are people out there who experienced heartbreak and for years they stayed in that season. And I was like, God, this cannot be me. I cannot do it. I don't want to do it. I want to experience your peace. And just learning, you know, being in church and hearing sermons and knowing that God, you know, Jesus came, that we may have life and have it more abundantly, that he, we can access his peace and his joy. And I was like, God, if all of that is available to me, then, you know, why stay here? Like, give me that, give me that. So I'm praying things like, give me the beauty for these ashes. Give me um, joy for my sorrow. Like, take this away, heal my heart, all these things, um, things that I probably never prayed before. So, and then I was in my word, just like I said, reading the promises, seeing what it is that God could do for me in this season. And then watching him work, it really built up my faith and it built my faith that, you know, especially when I look, was able to get through it and look back on it, that God, it was a good thing. There's a scripture and I wish I, I don't have it in front of me, but it, it says I, it was good that I was afflicted. And I can look back and say, God, it was good that I was afflicted because out of that affliction came so much growth in me. 
I wouldn't be where I am today without the affliction of heartbreak back then. So that really built up my faith that God, you you knew what you were doing because you were trying to work something out within me. You were trying to make you were trying to prepare me for a certain season that you knew that I had to walk into and you knew that I wasn't ready the way that I was. So you pruned me, you refined me, and you just did all this work in me, on me, through me. And so it really builds up my faith when I was able to look back and see that. The fourth thing I learned is that no matter how bad things may seem, God will work things out in my favor. And I am a true believer of that these days. And not to say that I don't ever get discouraged because I do. I definitely have times where I'm aggravated, I'm frustrated, and I get discouraged. And sometimes I know when I'm in discouragement, I I had some discouragement when I was trying to build this podcast because some things were getting my way and trying to block me and really just frustrating me. And I went to people and asked for their encouragement and asked for their prayer in the group that I'm in because I knew it, it was just an attack. I knew that, you know, I was getting weary. And so when, when you're weary, it's okay to reach out for help to build your strength, but just know that you don't, you know, you don't have to stay in that weary space. But I truly do know because I know that God will work all things out in my favor. Then I was like, you know, I'm just, this is just a moment. It really is just a moment. And so Romans eight twenty eight is one of my favorite scriptures. And I'm sure you have heard this before. And I want to read, I want to read it because I want to read it from the Amplified version because I find so much life in this Amplified version of this scripture. And it says, and we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. So, you know, you probably heard it as, you know, and God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. But I like the extra of the Amplified version because, you know, it's like, and we know with great confidence, like we have great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us because our father is truly deeply concerned about us and all the things that we go through, that he causes all things to work together as a plan. You know, God has a plan for all of our lives. And so it's all going to work together as a plan for good, for those who love him, to those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. So he don't just have a purpose for all of us, but he has a plan for us to carry it all out. And if you listen to, I think that's episode five, where I talk about purpose and calling, like we all have a purpose and that plan that's calling the way that he's called us to do it is how we carry it all out. It all works together, y'all. It really, really does. So uh, that's what I learned in there. It's like no matter how bad things seem, and it's still till this day, no matter how bad things get, I went through a season earlier this year, February, uh, February and March were really, really tough times for me, a tough season for me because I was trying to develop the podcast, got completely switched around some things about the podcast that I thought I was going to do the title the the content a little bit and just you know so I had to go through this whole other thing and I I took some classes and I ended up my work um I was really stressed out at my job because my uh, children had been sick pretty much the whole school year I work in the school system my kids have been sick the whole school year. I was out of sick days. Kids still sick. My son needed surgery. It was this whole thing. I had an incident with somebody who I work with who's like in authority over me. And it was just a, a bad situation. Plus, my workload had increased substantially during that time where I was actually being asked to work from home. 
So, um, and I'm like, work from home, I'm already trying to take classes. Oh, and let's not forget, I was also taking a uh, one night a week uh, class where I was actually going in person to um, for a business class. So I had all of this going on between February and March. And it's like, I, I'm exhausted, I'm tired. People are trying me and, and my children are sick. And I, like, I just feel like I can't go anymore. And then still God is like, but there's something for you to learn in this season. I'm building you up for something. You, Your endurance needs to be built up in this season. And he's like, I'm telling you that this all is gonna work together for your good. And you don't know the end plan right now, but it's all gonna work together for your good. And I was like, Okay, God. <laughs> so, um, so from there, it's like, well, God, just give me the strength to do this. You know, give me the strength because I'm tired. I'm like physically exhausted. So I'm asking God for strength. I'm asking God for peace as I walk through this difficult season. And I know that he's walking with me, but I'm like, God, just help me as I'm weary. Hold me up. So you just know, you know, when you're walking through a difficult season, just know that you just ask God for his help in whatever way that you see fit. If you're, if you feel like your mind is in turmoil after like a, a heartbreak or breakup, then ask for his peace. If you feel like there's just so much sadness, then ask for his joy. If you just feel like you can't go on, ask him to hold you up and carry you. And God will do those things. Ask him in faith and he will come through. I am a living testimony. I've had to do it season after season, time after time in my life. And he really, really will come through. And then after he brings you through, then he will show you how he is working it all together for your good. Everything that seemed bad that you walk through will work for you and work in your favor. Okay. And then the fifth thing I was able to learn is that I was able to see the moments as opportunities for growth. So as I was saying, like when tough moments come now, because of that moment when God told me to end that relationship and it seemed like my whole life went into turmoil from there, again, heartbreak, sadness, my mind in disarray, my whole life just seemed to be uprooted. I have to start over. I have to get back out there. I have to try again. How am I going to do this, God? I'm 30. I'm still not married. This is not fair. You know, all the feelings, all the things, but you know, to see how God truly worked it all together. And then, you know, months down the line, the following year, uh, the following November, my husband and I were walking down the aisle and getting married. And he had some things that God had to work through with him. And I had some things that God had to work through with me. And he didn't, he couldn't do that when we were, you know, just so wrapped up in one another. So he needed uh, to separate us to work on us individually because it, it, this was not a group effort. We had individual things that we needed to work on that God needed to prune, refine, and really um, plant better seeds to grow forth and to spring forth in our lives so that we could have a good and successful marriage and an abundant life together. And so I'm like, okay, now I'm able when something seems, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, bad, I can see them as opportunities for growth. Because it's like, okay, in these moments when things are tough, I know that God's going to work it together for my good. And so I know that somehow, some way, this is going to produce growth in me. I'm going to grow from this. So I always try to see, I always try to look at these negative 
bad moments as opportunities for growth now because I'm like, how is this going to work in my favor? The things, every time something tries to come against me, I keep telling myself, it's not for my detriment. It is for my good. So how is this going to grow me? And I don't sit there and wait for God to tell me how it's going to grow me because nine times out of 10, he's going to reveal it to me later. But I know that it is an opportunity for growth if I do it right. If I handle it well, if I bring it to God in prayer, if I use biblical principles to walk through that season, then it's absolutely going to grow me. If nothing else is going to grow my prayer life, because I'm going to be in prayer asking God, what you want me to do with this? What you want me to say? Like I had to, like I said, I had an incident with a, uh, a person at work and I went, I was like, God, how do you want me to handle this? And to be honest with you, like a person sent me like a really, a really ugly email it really, you know, it really riled me up. And in the moment I was hit reply all and I started typing and God snatched me. I could physically feel it. He, obviously he's in the spirit, but I felt like he was physically standing next to me, snatching me saying, stop it, stop typing. And I did like, you know, I literally, like, I felt like my arm was tugged. I felt like a tightness in my chest. It was just like, okay, God, all right, I hear you. I hear you. And that's the importance of being sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, because sometimes it is just a split moment that something can happen that he's like, no, I need you to stop now. And that's why you always have, your spirit needs to be very sensitive because when God says stop, then you need to stop because it could have worked out completely different. It could have worked out definitely um, in a different way than it, than it did. Uh, but I'm so thankful that he stopped me in that moment because my mind was not in the godly place. <laughs> it was not where it should have been. But yet God used that opportunity, that that situation to grow me. He grew me, y'all. In that, in that situation, he grew me. And when I say learn to hear him even better, learn to listen and be obedient even more, definitely I did through that. And so it was, I was like, this was just an opportunity to grow me some more. And I, and there's probably more, more growth that I could have had. Um, but it built my faith up to another place, but it also revealed to me where I needed to work on building my faith more. It gave me some revelation. So the opportunity for growth is not only, oh, God's bringing me to the, ne to the next level growth, but it also reveals this is where I need work. And so I need to go from here. This is where my faith is lacking. And so I need to go from here. You know, my faith is not perfect. My, you know, I don't always do everything right, but I'm so glad that I can uh, absolutely see now when there, when I need to uh, work on something, when God can reveal that to me and I can receive it and say, you know what, I need to work on this. So for you, you know, think about those areas or those opportunities for growth. So if you're dealing with heartbreak right now, if you feel like you want to grow spiritually, what are you walking through that you need that will help you grow? What difficult thing are you dealing with in your life right now that that you are seeing that God, I don't know how I'm going to get through this say yes, like God, this, go to God and be like, you know what? I listened to this podcast and I'm going to change my perspective from this being detrimental to my life and going to overtake me to know this thing is not going to overtake me. It's not for my detriment. It's not going to kill me. It's going to propel me into my future. It's going to grow me. It's going to prepare me for my purpose and the plan that you have for my life because you cause all things to work together for my good. 
And that's what I love about God's word. Like you just put it all together. I swear you have the best prayer ever. Instead of praying what you want and what you think you need, just pray God's word. Because when you really start bringing it all together, what God said, like I said in a previous episode, he comes through for his word. His word will not return void. God, I wish I had, I, I wish I know, I know a lot of scripture, but I don't know where it all come, comes from. So uh, maybe Isaiah, I'm not sure about that, but you know, his, his, there's a scripture that said God's word will not return void. So when you speak his word, it's going to accomplish the thing for which he sent it is what the Bible says. So speak his word, put it out in the atmosphere, put it out there, give it back to him and say, God, you said, and give him his word. And so he will absolutely grow you from your trials and your tests. And in James, I think is either chapter one or chapter two, I think it's one verses two through four. And he says, um, he talks about, you know, tests and trials, like he said, be glad. I'm paraphrasing here, but to be glad when tests and trials come your way, because they're going to produce um, perseverance in you. And so, uh, and <laughs> I used to be one of those people. So I'm like, you know what? There's certain things I'm not praying for. I'm not praying for patience. I'm not par- praying for endurance. I'm not praying for perseverance. You know why? Because God's going to give you the opportunity to be patient and to be, to endure and to persevere. And I don't want those things. And I was that crazy person. I was like, I'm not praying for that. But when those times arise, you're going to wish you had patience and you're going to wish you had endurance and you're going to wish that you had perseverance. So, you know, I'll have, I learned that the hard way. So yes, um, you know, just pray and ask God for what it is that you need and then ask him to reveal to you what it is that you don't even know that you need. And then you pray for that too. You always include that into your prayers. So this experience, you know, it really kickstarted my faith. It really, like I said, uh, it really got me to, to being able to hear God's voice, to be confident in hearing his voice. And as I was obedient time and time again, just seeing him come through on the things, you know, when they say faith without work, it works is dead. Um, I know plenty of you heard that one too. That means that you, when God gives you a word, if he gives you a promise or he gives you instructions, he needs you to, to be obedient. And as you're obedient, you're showing that you have faith because you're moving according to the word that he gave you, according to the promise that he gave you. Every time God is giving me a piece of the puzzle and telling me to move forward, I think about that. Se- I think about that particular season of my life. I feel like it really all started there. And so I think about how he led me, how he kept me, covered me, healed me, and made me so much stronger through that experience. So I'm not saying I'm never hesitant or or that I'm not even afraid sometimes to move forward when God calls me to move. But I'm so glad that I have this and other experiences in my life now um, to look back at and encourage me to trust God in the new things that he's telling me to do in my current seasons of life. You know, it really, that, that season, that one act of obedience seems so small, but it was a big thing. Obviously it was a big thing to me. And you may find yourself there right now. You may find yourself in a relationship, not knowing uh, you're not happy, you're not satisfied, or maybe God told you it wasn't for you and you're afraid to move forward. But if he's giving you um, instruction, I challenge you today to, to take just take the first step. You don't know how it's going to end up. You don't know what's going to happen from, from there, but it's better to be obedient to God than to live in fear. I will say that. So I have a homework assignment for y'all this week. <laughs> I want you to think about what is God telling you to do right now? 
If you feel God hasn't spoken to you lately about what to do, I need you to do one of two things. One, uh, one, you can either recall the last thing God told you to do that you didn't do, or take a week, if it needs to be longer, let it be longer, but definitely take a week to be still and hear from God. Quiet the noise in your life to hear from Him. So this week's assignment is about obedience, really. It's about having um, you demonstrating an act of obedience to God to show him that you trust him, that you have faith in him, and that you're willing to do what it is that he has told you to do in this season. Um, there's always something that God is calling us to do um, in our in our in our current season. And something the something may be a daily something that you do on a regular, a weekly something like during the season, God has definitely called me to make these podcast episodes. And so I don't think y'all know this, but I, my first plan was to record an episode every other week, every second and fourth um, Tuesday, I was going to record an episode. I did not plan to do episodes every week because I, in my mind, I was like, how, how Lord, where I'm going to find this time from? I did. And I was, was stuck on that for months. I was like, I'm going to be doing every second and fourth Tuesday, Jesus. I can't see how I'm going to fit a weekly episode into my life right now with these kids, with this work, with, you know, everything else that I'm trying to do. I don't see it. And then God was like, mm-hmm, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but you need to do one every week. <sighs> Sometimes I just sigh when the Lord tells me to do something that I don't want to do. But he kept dealing with me with it because I, I kept feeling the tugging and I was like, but I really don't want to. But God was like, but it's not for you. It's for those who are listening and they need a weekly episode. So here I am every Tuesday dropping an episode. And when I say y'all, it brings me so much joy to do this, to find, you know, I do have to be intentional and I have to find time to actually, you know, write content and to actually set up and record this episode. And of course, edit and get social media um, things ready, you know, to post on social media and all that kind of stuff. Like it truly does take a huge amount of time to plan all of this, but it, to me, it is so worth it. Y'all, I, I read y'all comments. I read the, the, um, the ratings and the reviews. I read every single review. I think we are definitely over 40 right now, maybe close to 50, not sure of written reviews. And so I read every last one of them. And I, you know, I have conversations with people that I know who listen to the podcast. And I just love to hear how it is affecting your lives. And so, and it is affecting people's lives. So if, in case you haven't applied anything that you've heard on a podcast, I'm hearing great results from people doing very simple things like, you know what, I'm going to start reading my Bible every day. I'm going to pray, um, you know, pray three times a day. People have started really, you know, people's thoughts are just changing based on, you know, what they've heard and what they're applying here. They're thinking about things differently. And so... I challenge you to really start applying some of the things that I've talked about in the previous episodes, which will really help you get to this place for today's homework assignment. 
this week's homework assignment. And so, you know, I want you to really think about what God wants you to do right now. There is something you like, oh, God didn't tell me to do anything. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, he did. He called you to do something in this season. He absolutely did. And so what did God call you to do? I did a previous episode on purpose and calling. So what did God call you to do in this season? If if you feel like you are doing what God called you to do in this season, um, how can you do it better? How can you refine it? How can you, there's always room for growth. Like I said, if you feel like God hasn't spoken to you lately about what to do and you need to do, you know, I need you to do one of two things. You need to either recall the last thing that he told you to do that you didn't do because there's so many of us that God told that spoke to us and like, you know, I told you to do X, Y, Z, maybe just X because normally he don't give us like a whole big laundry list of things to do. He's like, I just need you to do this and I'll reveal the rest, the rest later, which is what I talked about in this episode. Do the thing, the one thing God called you to do. Maybe it was to make that phone call and break off that relationship. Maybe it was to call that friend and check on her. Maybe it was to apologize to someone that you hurt in the past. Maybe it was to post an inspirational message on Facebook or or Instagram. Maybe it was to dress a certain way or to stop dressing a certain way. Maybe, you know, whatever it is, do that one thing. God will give us simple instructions, but for some reason, fear creeps in, doubt creeps in, and it's like, mm, maybe God didn't say that because we don't, you know, either we don't want to do it or we're fearful of it. I think about that last thing he told you to do and start there. Be like, God, you know, I, I remember having this idea. I remember having this feeling, but I never acted on it. Was that from you? And allow him to confirm that in you. Like I said, take a week, be still. And when I say be still, like be still in your spirit. Watch what you're consuming. Watch what you're listening to. Watch what you're watching. Watch, you know, what you're reading. Everything like that, you know, just to to be still in your spirit. So any negative stuff that you're consuming, any derogatory things that you may be consuming, anything that will block you from hearing God's voice in this season, just you know, kind of push those things out and say, you know, I need to be still. I need my ears to be open to hear what it is that God is telling me because I want to be obedient, God. I trust you. I have faith in you. I love you. And I want to do this because I want a better life. I want the abundant life that Jesus died for, that he came to give me. So if you're seeking God specifically for guidance on how to move on with or from a relationship, I really want you to, be, to open your heart and mind to all the possibilities, even the undesirable ones. And so this was a big one. I, I, I made sure I made this note at the end of, of my outline for this episode because obviously that was a situation that I was in that I'm sharing with you today. And we need to have our hearts and minds open for all the possibilities. Again, what God told me to do is not what I wanted to do. I didn't, I loved the person, even though I wasn't happy in the relationship at that time, I loved him. So I did not want to break it off. I wanted a way that God could, could make the relationship better while we stayed together. But that wasn't God's plan. His plan was different and his plan was better than the one I had. And so it was an undesirable thing that he told me to do, but we have to be open to do because he may tell tell you to do something that you don't want to do and you still need to be obedient and obedient in order to access 
the abundant life. You're not going to die necessarily if you don't do what God said, but you're also not going to be living the best life that you could live either. So that's the thing to remember, that obedience brings blessings, it brings abundance, it brings the, the, the promised land living that God has promised us, the abundant life that Jesus came for us to have. But you have to be obedient and walk in faith and believe for these things. It's like your, your blessing is on the other side of your obedience. If you feel like you haven't been able to access your blessing, then ask yourself, what is it that God has told me to do that I haven't done? Because maybe I haven't been obedient to receive the blessing. Ponder on that. Ponder that for a minute. So that's all today's episode. You know, it may be a little lengthy, but I think it's definitely necessary because um, obedience is really important. There's another scripture that says obedience is better than sacrifice. God wants our, he doesn't necessarily want us to sacrifice anything to him. If we could just obedient, be obedient to what he tells us to do. You won't have to sacrifice because you're doing exactly what it is that he's called you to do anyway. So, you know, that, that's just something else. It just popped in, into my mind, but, um, you know, I love y'all. I really hope that y'all take, uh, this week's homework assignment seriously that you really start to think about what it is God has called you to do. If you have questions or anything, go ahead and leave me a, um, you can make a post or whatever in the Facebook group. We can talk about it. You can get other people's take on it in the Facebook group um, and get encouragement on it. Definitely, you know, I want us all to be able to come together, to pray together and encourage one another in the season we're in. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be about heartbreak, but whatever it is that you're dealing with and you want some encouragement about it, some guidance on it, go ahead and put it in the Facebook group. Again, it's a, it's a small group of, of women in there right now. And it should be like-minded women. You know, I have women coming who are listening to the podcast and, you know, I get one person every, you know, couple of days that wants to join who's listening to the podcast. So I'm encouraging y'all to come on over to the Facebook group so that we can go ahead and have these conversations and see growth. I want everybody to elevate, level up. Let's do this. I love y'all and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye y'all. Hey sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.